Welcome to Parenting in Acadia, a podcast brought to you by Woman's Foundation. Our goal is to provide you with quality information from local experts to support you in your parenting journey. introduce to you Michelle Maine. She is with Lafayette School Board and she is actually, she covers on track by five, but I'll let her kind of talk about exactly what that is. So welcome to the show, Michelle. Thank you for having me today. I appreciate it. Yes, I am with Lafayette Schools and I'm in a department called on track by five. And what we do is we work with the local um, child care centers in Lafayette Parish, and we also provide family referrals, kind of working with families to uh, show them what quality learning uh, looks like and how to find high-quality learning. So we do referrals in town. You can come to our office. You can go online on trackby5.com, and we can assist you in all those child care needs from birth to five. Awesome. And so one of the things I know that you really, whenever you're talking about On Track by Five, is you're always mentioning how businesses can support this initiative, right? Yes. So my part with On Track by Five is marketing, and I market a school readiness tax credit. And a lot of businesses do do not realize that we have a state tax credit that is a dollar-for-dollar refundable tax credit to businesses, and if they, we're, we're going to give an example, um, a local business hardware store, if they pay more than $5,000 in business taxes to Department of Revenue, they, a lot of people do not realize, but you can redirect those business taxes, $5,000 to our department, and we can invest in the publicly funded child care centers in Lafayette Parish. This past year, 2019, a lot what we did was we did adopt a center and if you were a new donor and contributed to on track by five, they donated $5,000. We were able to put an infant a toddler in a preschool curriculum, of course, a year one approved through uh, Louisiana Department of Education in a publicly funded childcare center. So that's, that was really exciting. We were able to get 20 centers adopted if I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm. but, uh, we're making huge headway on that. So basically our motto is what happens to a child in the first five years kind of dictates the next 50. So what we want to do is ensure that children in Lafayette Parish are getting high quality learning experiences and help them get there. Right. So how many of these early education centers are in the Lafayette Parish? So we work with directly with the 40, 40 publicly funded child care centers. So there's type one, two, and type three. So type three centers are the ones that we directly support. And that just means that they, they are small business owners, but they do take child care assistance. And mm-hmm. so with them taking child care assistance, you know, in meeting the needs of a certain population in our community, we're... We directly, we give them free trainings. We give, you know, we try to raise money for them for their centers, um, just like we did with the curriculums to improve that high quality learning 
experiences for the children. Well, awesome. That's, that's great. And, and, you know, especially right now during this whole COVID-19, I feel like Lafayette does a really great job at supporting one another. And I, and I feel like, you know, giving back to something like this, where it's going towards our children's education, I feel like that's, that's really valuable, you know, for a business. I think looking at it that way, the shifts that mindset, you know, and I think that's, that you do a great job at pitching that and kind of showing that to, to these businesses. Thank you. Now, now, one thing I really would like to stress is in those 40 centers, we reach about 3,000 children in Lafayette Parish mm-hmm. with, with quite a bit being living below the poverty line. So that's the exciting part is lifting, you know, families up and lifting these children up to ensure that they're going to start school kindergarten ready. Because if a child is going to start on time, they're, they're going to have a great, you know, they're going to have a great educational experience and they're going to be on track with their, you know, their third grade reading uh, scores. They're going to be on track to get that diploma. They're going to be on track to, you know, go to trade school or go to college. So the foundation that we're building in the first five years really is for the workforce of tomorrow is really our big initiative in the broader picture. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I definitely believe in, you know, starting and teaching those values early on because that's just where their brain kind of soaks it all in you know, where it's, it's being molded that early. Yes. Great. So, so besides that, I know you're heavily involved in other, you know, other initiatives around Acadiana. Now at a time like this, are there any, any essential services that you guys are still offering for parents that are still working right now? We are. So if you're an essential worker and you're, child care center has closed down and you need care for your child, you can go to our website on trackbyfive.com and on the front of our page, it has, you'll see looking for child care during COVID-19 and you'll complete a referral form and we are every day to get those referrals out to parents mm-hmm. and so we have lots of centers that are still take that are taking children that they, you know, that are not signed up for center. So essential workers can go to work to provide services for us when we need. Yeah. And I think that's, that's super important. These essential workers that are on the front lines dealing with this situation. It's, it's so important that you guys are doing this for them. So for these, these centers that you guys are referring the essential workers to for childcare, how, how is that going to work with um, payment? Is that something they, that they discuss with the educational center? So we do have a form on there as well when we send the referral that if you would like to sign up for child care assistance, I believe it's being offered to essential workers, whether you qualify or not, you can fill out the application. And once you do get approved, we will send you, and the approval process right now is going much quicker than it normally does. Mm-hmm. So once you get approved, we'll send you the centers that do take the child care assistance. And so it's it's been a pretty easy process. When you do contact our agency, we'll give you a whole email that will give you the information to 
to fill out for child care assistance. Now we do have uh, type one and type two centers as well. If, you, they, if they prefer um, a center that does not take child care assistance, they'll just mm -hmm. call that center and they'll set up private pay, you know, day by day or week by week until mm -hmm. their child care center opens up again. Okay. That's, that's good to know. Cause I know even these essential workers, like the grocery store workers or uh, restaurant workers on the front line, these folks are the ones that are, you may not think about them, but these folks may, they may need that assistance and that extra help because they are risking themselves on a daily basis. Well, for us. and with having children, you know, when you're working hours, if you can't find childcare, it's a, mm -hmm. it's a big stressor in your life. Mm -hmm. So we're doing two weeks to 12 years old. We're able to place those children. That's awesome. Yes. Mm -hmm. That's so super important. I'm glad you guys are doing that. Have you guys seen, or have you guys experienced like an influx of these service quests? I actually think we've, con now we've contacted, we work with United Way, we're working with Lafayette General, we're working with the local hospitals to let them know, hey, these mm -hmm. services are available. And we have gotten quite a few referrals that we've done for um, essential workers. But I'll be honest with you, most people that are working in on the front lines because they work such odd hours, mm -hmm. it sounds like they have a, a good backup plan if they can't find their child, if child care providers aren't working during that time. Does that make sense? Right, yeah. Because they're not working your typical nine to five job. They're, you know, working at six in the morning. They're working at nine at night. They're working mm -hmm. those odd hours. So we've, we've had quite a few referrals. Mm -hmm. We thought we were going to get a lot more, but we have not. So mm -hmm. we're very excited that the community is, you know, really uh, taking care of its, you know, taking care of our own and right. everyone stepping up to kind of say, oh, if you need this, we're here to help you. Right. And that's the greatest thing about this community, I think, is we treat our neighbors and we support them and we're always willing to kind of go the extra mile to make sure everyone's taken care of. Are you guys doing this referral service until the end of the stay-at-home mandate? Is that correct? It is. And, okay. our, and then we'll go back to normal service. And we're located at 326 Goche Road, which is right off of Pinhook, across from Pack and Paddle. So if families are looking for high-quality child care, they'll come into our office and we can give them referrals and we can actually help families that are looking to get on child care assistance. We can give the forms and kind of bridge that gap to uh, get the service going for them. Great. So that's, that's, we can definitely, if you have your website, uh, we'll also include that in the show notes. So that website again was on track by five.com. Is that correct? Yes, it is. Okay, perfect. We'll include that in the show notes. So everyone that's listening, if you are looking for childcare assistance, and if you, if your daycare center, or childcare center has closed due to COVID-19 on track by five 
is able to help you find any available dinners for your children. So visit their website. And so now I'm just going to, I'm going to switch gears a little bit. Michelle is actually a mother of two or no mother of three. That's right. I always forget about your son, (laughs) but Michelle is a mother of three and we chatted earlier about, you know, how life has been and she does have an older child. And so we kind of talked, we talked a little bit about, you know, how things have changed. Your perspective, I guess, has changed during this stay at home time. You want to share to the listeners a little bit about what we had talked about? Yes. So one thing I never thought I would hear my children say is I want to go back to school. And so I'm really encouraged that they appreciate education now, whereas I don't think they really appreciated it. It was more of a task before. So we actually go to Lafayette Renaissance Charter Academy, and it took us a few weeks to figure out, I think the school uh, took a few weeks to figure out how long this was going to last. And once we realized it was the, you know, a lengthy amount of time, then they, we, we are set up on Zoom. We are set up and we are doing work from home. This week, of course, is spring break. So they actually honored the spring break. But my kids, I'll be honest with you, I try to keep them on schedule, which I think that's going to, that's the most difficult thing during this time is to keep a schedule because Zoom is three times a week and homework is due within one week time frame. So mm-hmm. getting them on a schedule is really important. Uh, this past week, I actually have gone back. I went back to the schedule because I saw my house really getting out of order. But the kids, I am really excited that they really are starting to appreciate education. And I talked to them about the other countries that do not have access to education. And they just, I think they're really starting to appreciate the teachers, what they do, and the hard work that they put in. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I feel like now is the time where, like you said, we give so much thanks to them and the hours that they put into outside of the classroom, you know, like they're working on the weekends, putting together lessons or, you know, just making sure that the kids have everything they need. And I think that has definitely come into everyone's thought process and giving them grace and appreciate appreciating them a whole lot more than we used to. Yes. And one thing that I made sure that I did for our teachers is I individually emailed each one of them and told them how Abigail was doing and how much she missed them. Mm-hmm. You know, whether it was a favorite teacher or not a favorite teacher, she missed something about each teacher and the class. Of course she misses her friends and stuff. I think they miss the learning the most, to, to be honest, which I'm very surprised and I'm excited about. Now, I spoke to an educator a few days ago, and she's like, the students just miss that interaction. Whether they like to go into class or not, they just miss having that interaction with other students and the teacher and having someone there. I think it's shaken them a lot. Um, and the, the Zoom it has helped keep that connection because if they were not, they were just doing the work on their own or not having those 
face-to-face, quote-unquote, interactions, it takes away from that social stimulation that kids gravitate towards. Yes, I'm very excited that Zoom and FaceTime is around this day and age because it has made a huge uh, difference. And I'm always, I'm curious, you know, as we we're doing this Skype call right now and many of our organizations are doing uh, Zoom calls, it makes me think that how things are going with work or with school, like what that's going to look like with all this access to telecommunication, how that's just going to shape how we operate in the future. So I just think it's mind boggling and it makes you think a little bit, but it is awesome yeah. that. What's educa- what is education going to look like in 10 years? Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, so I think, so like my nephews, they go to Acadiana Renaissance Charter, and they're also doing their little Zoom calls and homework assignments and stuff. And my sister tells me, she's like, it, it's tough, you know, because she's working from home. Mm-hmm. She's having to work and be on her computer, and the kids are having to do their homework and they're asking her questions while she's trying to get some work done. And she's like, you know, I, I really appreciate those teachers. I know I do too. And I will tell you, I've, I've really given my, my girls, I have a and a 14 year old, I've given them responsibility mm-hmm. and I'm working from home as well. So on those days that I'm really involved with work, they'll look at me and I'll say, you know what you need to do, you know, your schedule, you know what's expected of you, and you need to do it. And so they've been to the occasion. Uh, the first day was so cute when uh, they knew that they were going to have that Zoom call. They actually dressed for school. And no. I, was, I, I know, I was so excited. I was like, that is the coolest thing. <laughs> yes, you've got them trained. <laughs> they're, they're good kids. I'm very yeah. blessed. So, and I know you also have an older son. He's 25. Is that correct? He is. And I know we talked about at this time, you, you kind of cherish those connections and embrace those social connections, I guess, with your kids even. So, and it's at a time like this, it kind of reminds us that, you know, cultivating that relationship and keeping those connections strong is it's pretty important outside of a pandemic. Yes, we were talking about this earlier that it's kind of sad that our lives are so busy and we forget to make so many connections with our neighbors, mm-hmm. with our coworkers, you know, outside of work. And when something like this happens, we really all come together kind of like 9 11. But you know, it's on a greater scale. So yes, uh, my oldest son is in Portland, and I try to call him. He doesn't necessarily call me back all the time. But <laughs> you know, whether your kids are twenty-five, ten, or three months old, we worry about them at every age, and mm-hmm. just make sure that he's working safe, that they're able to work, and uh, still drive an income in if mm-hmm. they're financially uh, stable. But yes, it's been very challenging, but with electronics and it's made it a lot easier to make sure that I can see him say, okay, you're okay. Yeah. What are some silver linings that you found and experienced at a time like this? One of them is the kids stepping up to be 
responsible, mm-hmm. having them own their actions. Definitely, it slowed down our pace of life. We are playing more board games at night. We're connecting on a, a, a great level that we weren't before because we were running to gymnastics. We were running to basketball. And even though we were there with each other, we weren't spending time with each other. So mm-hmm. this, this COVID-19 has actually given our family a great connection with, you know, with me asking the girls, okay, who's making dinner tonight? What, you know, what's on the menu? Just really coming together on a level that we forgot about. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, so this is the money question. What's the one thing that you want parents to know, um, especially at a time like this? I think those connections are, are going to remind us and we'll stray away from them for a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, life gets back to normal, but I think we're all remember, okay, we need to get back to the basics. And the basics is family, life, friends, you know, let's make sure those, you know, that we're caring for one another and taking care of one another. So, yeah, is there anything else you want the listeners to know or anything you'd like to add to this episode? Well, if you're in need of childcare, you can definitely uh, contact our office on trackbyfive.com or you can call us locally, 337-521-7282 and we will answer your phone calls during the time. And after the epidemic is over, you know, if a business wants to contribute and redirect their business taxes, this is a great way to support our community. And I know our governor is adding a lot of money to early education because he sees the benefits and the outcomes. So if a business wants to get in touch with me, mm-hmm. my number is 337-521-7209. And I can, we can look over your business, see if you're eligible to give to On Track by Five instead of sending your business taxes to Baton Rouge. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Okay. So definitely if you guys need any resources or if you guys have any other questions, feel free to reach out to Michelle. I'm sure she would be willing and happy to help any of you that are looking for some answers. So yeah. So th- Michelle, thank you so much for, for doing this and coming on this call with me. Thank you, Sally, for having me. I appreciate it. All right, listeners, appreciate you guys tuning in. Please bear with us as we are trying to do our best to utilize this new technology on using Skype to record our podcast. So we appreciate all the listens. Please continue to like, subscribe. It's free to listen to and it's available on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher and SoundCloud. Also, be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Parenting in Acadiana.